You are listening to the Empowering Indian Expats podcast. If you are an Indian living abroad, feeling stuck in an average 9 to 5 or a job or business that's not helping you reach your full potential, this is the podcast to tune in where you will find your role models and learn from their dream struggle victory stories. This is your host Ehsan Ali, a long-time IT professional living in Sydney, Australia, who has made it his mission to find and unpack these stories, strategies and life lessons of successful and inspiring Indian expats to help you and I reach our full potential. I'm very excited to speak to today's guest. It's a young lady who started her business even before she graduated. Today at 24, she runs a successful personal branding business. She serves a wide range of clients from senior corporate leaders to entrepreneurs and everybody in between. I'm keen to understand how she became a LinkedIn personal branding expert at such a young age. What did she do to attract clients who are much more accomplished than her? How did she learn so much about personal branding on LinkedIn? Uh, did she have anybody guiding her supporting her i've got so many questions so let's talk to ashi and hear her stories directly from her and learn a thing or two about personal branding on linkedin hi ashi welcome to the show thank you for having me glad to be here I'm very very excited to uncover your story Ashi. When I saw you on the LinkedIn for the first time I was quite impressed. I th- I don't know maybe you're 23 24. You passed out in what 2019? Yes, yes. Right. So you graduated in 2019 and you have a thriving personal branding business on LinkedIn today. Yeah, you can say so. <laughs> Enjoying what I'm doing. Okay. So what we want to the purpose of this conversation or she was to of course share your story to inspire people around the globe from Indian background and also get to hear some strategies from you for uh, professionals at different levels uh, what they can do on LinkedIn. Now you have experience working with people who are just starting or maybe students uh, still student too. very senior executives and founders and entrepreneurs so you have covered the whole gamut and you have seen how people in different categories have been able to utilize linkedin uh, to create an impact on reach to their next goal that they had so we will go into that but before that we want to get your story so give me a brief of uh, who ashi singhal is and uh, what she was doing before what she is doing now when did all these things start and uh, the the journey in nutshell Yeah, sure. Would love to to all the listeners and viewers. I am under cold today, so you can uh, hear me speaking slowly or what. But yes, about my story. So I am a 24 year old girl from Jaipur, Rajasthan, India, and I started this LinkedIn branding whole thing in May 2017. So I was in second year, and I joined LinkedIn to get some internship. But gradually, I figured out the relevance of this term branding and uh, how people in the West were extensively talking about it. but people in india were not so after 6 months of a lot of observations i started uh, using uh, this term or making uh, people in india specifically you know more aware about branding and all and then mm-hmm. gradually i realized that people in corporate do use branding in different ways but individually people are not using it to leverage their own careers especially the freshers so that's mm-hmm. when you know i started bridging that gap in whichever way i could because uh, just me as a second year undergrad sharing all of this observations people gradually started relating with me and you know kind of that uh, brand image started getting built so then i thought that uh, 
if i can do it why not other students why do they have to wait for their uh, entrance into that before they start building their brand why not use the brand as a step up right so that's when i started ex- talking about it a lot a lot like i used to spend 10 hours daily on linkedin my mom used to think that it's facebook because the interface is similar so right. i remember those days and then in 2018 september one vp of a fortune 500 company reached out to me they said that ashay i want you to build my brand i have been reading your content at all it's when i realized that okay this thing can be monetized and uh, now it's been 3 years and that's what i have been doing so i work with uh, people across the globe freshers entrepreneurs freelancers mid level executives senior level people just to help them you know find that brand story which they think they don't have but they mm. have and then mm. share it on linkedin to help them achieve whatever goal they have in mind mm. so yeah no oh, that's fantastic how how were your parents uh, reacting when you said you know what i'm not going to go for any job i have my own business running already i have monetized i'm getting some cash flows so i want to continue doing that did you have any conversation with your parents my parents have been very supportive like initially i was into data analytics so i did my yeah. internship there that that was my interest so my mom thought that okay because i grabbed four job offers already by fourth year so she was like okay it's up to you what you want to do but i had an internship in my third year and i decided at that time that corporate is not for me uh, and the, at the same time you know i was working on the this branding thing uh, uh, parallel to my college studies and all so that's when i thought that okay i don't want to work in corporate i can see that this thing is flourishing then why don't i double down so i started doing that and my parents have started giving me that you know freedom that okay mm. whatever you want to do you can do it mm. but just to have a plan b in place it's do, going do on do you want to highlight very quickly when you say four job offers so you you building your own personal brand on linkedin Uh, helped getting those jobs or it was nothing to do with your personal brand i will say very much because uh, <laughs> you know placements were happening in my college uh, off campus on campus linkedin gave me that confidence because while as a third year student only you know I, online through linkedin i was already talking to hrs of ibm infosys and all and all those conversations were around why companies like you big mncs and all they don't use branding in their own corporate sector why don't they emphasize on that so i was having general conversations with all of them and i was just an undergrad third year so that boosted up my confidence to many many levels so ashi everything you said seems to be you are very confident you know starting on linkedin and working with senior executives and then going out and facing these interviews everything you say you sound very comfortable you were always like that or you had to build your confidence did you have any issues in early stage a lot of people in early stage have the confidence or self esteem issue i still have those issues and yes my 3 years journey my 4 years journey on linkedin has helped me to beat that fear i i am i used to be a social media shy person i was uh, not on facebook until i joined college i didn't used to use whatsapp because i don't know some fear like i don't know how to text and all and then gradually you know as an it's all like once you i i used to be a studious person throughout my school life and college parallelly i was into extracurricular activities as well but that element of mine faded somewhere while i was in the high school and then college and all mm-hmm. then gradually when i came across this linkedin thing i realized okay there is a lot which i can share with people 
right so that has been a very motivating factor for me i know if something is beneficial for me and i see you suffering from that same problem mm-hmm. i will come to you to suggest that solution okay very that's very that's very how i started talking about it and i was just doing it for myself with no expectation at all even mm-hmm. i didn't know how to expect what to expect <laughs> Right. right so i just kept doing it and from there people started acknowledging me okay she is doing something and all then that's where i thought that okay i may be doing something and then i brought it offline in my colleges i organized lot of sessions helping my seniors my teachers understand linkedin and leveraging it and then gradually i became someone in college like people call it my college started you know knowing me juniors and all and that's where i thought that this is study which i'm doing it's actually not beneficial for me in the long term and then the topper started bunking exams <laughs> so because i was doing i knew what i was doing and i was already having that foundation in place so all of that confidence thing started getting sorted from there that's fantastic that's you know i can see the journey and i really liked what you said uh, when you learn something and you realize oh it could help other person who is suffering you just uh, you know inclined to go and uh, do that and help others and i can completely relate to it so let's quickly i want to get a little bit of understanding of how your business works today and then we'll go into a lot of q and a juicy elements <laughs> of the branding we will talk about so in terms of business typically it's a marketing sales delivery you know at high level if we just keep it there how how does your marketing work today how does your sales work how does your delivery work very short it's a it's a very smooth system i'll say and and i'll be very honest i have never even tried to consider these segments individually because okay. for me how it works is it's uh, totally driven by by my personal brand so yeah. i am the face of my business yeah. so people come to me uh, because they have been you know seeing some content or the things i do on linkedin so they you know uh, interestingly last two years i have worked through inbound leads only every lead was inbound i have never ever tried to uh, did cold outreach so until 100%, 100% inbound right yes yes 100% inbound and i used to there used to be a time when i was working in 2019 like 10 clients a month overseas clients the team was of five members and we had to deny the request that okay we are full we can't do it anymore we this month or next three months are full so that that used to be the time but then last year i had to take some break due to health issues and when i came back uh, in july so then i realized that okay inbound lead is working but not in that then why should it because i was absent from platform so then i started cold outreach and then i figured out that okay this is something which i can also do so now it's co- uh, cold and inbound and i have a specific number like i don't work with uh, more than four to five flights a month that's it and uh, clients a month yeah, yeah four to five new clients new clients a month Yes, yes, and because I had my uh, fair share of a struggle in twenty nineteen, when you are new into something, you just you know try to double it down and everything, and it uh, takes a hit on your personal life as well. So now I am not operating in that zone anymore. So it's like the limited number which I know I can cater to. My client is also happy with it. My team is happy with it. That's how I go for it. Sales marketing. You still have a five member team. Yeah, yeah. What a twenty four year old can earn in <laughs> India. Uh, fantastic no i really liked uh, your model in terms of your ambition from here you know for 2 years 5 years 10 years have you thought through or you are just taking a day at a time taking it a day at a time thanks to corona it has taught me that uh, i think everyone Definitely. has learned it from the corona and all 
So yes, uh, for now, for next six months, I have certain plans. Uh, now that I have uh, gotten this tool of cold outreach, build that confidence that, okay, this cold outreach thing is also something which I can do. Now I have specific plans. You know, it's like the big names which you always have in your mind or the people who you always admire. Mm-hmm. Now I want to push myself out of that comfort zone of mine and I want to do the cold outreach to work with a specific two to three names which I have in mind. And next six months, I am going to do that. And then it's, you know, it's now it's more about quality over quantity. So right. I am happy with just one client a month, every mm-hmm. new client a month. If uh, that is helping me achieve the goal which I have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's like the six months plan, the broad plan which I can give you. Otherwise, yeah. uh, beyond that, I haven't thought of. That's good enough. Uh, can you just elaborate cold outreach? How does it work? What do you do? Do you have a number like a specific numbers that need to be done every day by you and your team? Or like a business, business is always number game. You yeah. do that many lead, that many prospect, that many sales calls, that many uh, sales. And then that, that's pretty much every business uh, runs. So do you have some sort of numbers when you when you talk about cold outreach? No, I don't. Uh, because I'll tell you the reason. Uh, when, you know, I I consider cold outreach as something where uh, if, if we compare it in the offline world, right, you are uh, opening up a new shop in a very crowded market, right? And you don't, and you are excited that people come to you and you are excited that you help them leverage the solution which you're offering to them, right? And many of them don't even recognize the problem. So if I have that number in head already, like, okay, today, then I am not uh, doing justice with my objective. I'm running Mm -hmm. behind the numbers. Mm -hmm. I am more about, okay, uh, I'll see if I have to send just one call uh, email or message today, even zero uh, doesn't matter. But I wanted to understand this person from their point of view. And I want to see if I can really help them. Once I have gotten that understanding, then it sometimes take me come up with that cold outreach message and email a uh, a week, right? And I just shoot that one email in a week. And I'm totally fine with it. Because at the end of it, it gives me satisfaction that yes, I have really offered them something which can create a win-win solution. It's not about me chasing my numbers. And uh, secondly, I don't include my team in doing the cold outreach yet okay. Got it. Uh, because uh, they they do the all the operational part within mm. the business and I take mm. care of all that uh, on the business thingy. Got so it. That's how it works. I like it on the business and in the business. Fantastic. So before we enter into a lot of questions, I want to wanted you to honest. I mean, a lot of people are, are they shy about the achievement, the good stuff that have happened <laughs> to you. So I want to hear for next few minutes about uh, what all good things that have happened to you because of running this business? Few of the stuffs like you went to IM and spoke, and uh, you might have got some accolades from somebody very very influential, or of course money part is there, some uh, recognition. Give me some insights into what benefits, recognitions, uh, good good stuffs that have happened because of running. In three words, I'll just summarize it, and then I'll tell you more. Uh, <laughs> LinkedIn has helped me. Uh, like I found myself. And okay. that's because of LinkedIn. Mm. Because for me, I told you, right, I used to be very studious and all of that thing. Mm. Uh, but but I lost that essence of uh, my holistic personality, mm. what I can do and what I am capable of. LinkedIn mm. gave me that platform where I could find that Ashi is not about just studies. Ashi has been doing it because of the social norms we have set. Right. Ashi wants to do beyond that studious thingy and all of that thing mm, mm. and uh, when came to me I I went to LinkedIn 
that part of me i'll say uh, that that has been the biggest achievement and it's the cause and effect of many other achievements because when when you really start relating with who you feel you mm. feel like yes i am doing something which is really meaningful mm. or it's something if i am not even making enough money like i don't know because many people have different requirements but mm. you know like you are getting something much more meaningful than money and uh, mm. then money part uh, itself gets taken off like like right. i don't know some magic happens or something mm. so that's mm. like my biggest achievement i mm. did uh, uh, like like I had a lot of uh, struggle and challenges also on LinkedIn, and due to which I had to suffer in my personal life also, mentally and uh, physical health and all. So I'll mm. say it's all because of LinkedIn because I became very much aligned towards it, and I somewhere you know whatever I found about myself, I become so engrossed in it that I uh, didn't take care of myself, and I had to go through a series of uh, health issues, mm. and that was very important for me to understand. Mm. And now uh, all of those accomplishments have been there, where I'm starting to know more and more about myself. And for me, the biggest part is the more people I interact with on LinkedIn or via LinkedIn, they help me understand myself even more. So that personal growth curve is totally because of LinkedIn. And I'm, uh, if we're talking about all of those uh, materialistic stuff, like I don't want to sound like okay, <laughs> and she doesn't care about all of those things. They do matter because when I found that the biggest achievement once was I was invited to speak alongside with the VP of Paytm like two years back. Mm. I was in the okay. that time. Now he has left Paytm, Saurabh sir, Saurabh Jain. Okay. So at that time when uh, I was there in those twenty speakers uh, panel, I was the youngest one. And all of them were like ten years older than me, and all. What was your topic? Personal brand or anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they reached out to me to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the biggest achievement that I still remember about that was my father was very happy. So mm-hmm. when I told him, okay, I'm speaking alongside with VP of PTM, she and he was like, oh wow, you know, he he. That happiness on his face, mm-hmm. that was like wow, okay, because you know, you know, like fathers don't. Uh, Uh, very clearly express their emotions mm. and all. Mm. So we, we, at that time he did, and I was so happy that okay, actually we are doing something. We can do it. And mm. then gradually, many podcast requests. Uh, some really good startups are reaching out now mm. to work with them for their branding. All mm. of these achievements have been there. And I used to be someone who had no friends. So I found seventy percent of my inner circle today is just because of LinkedIn. Mm. just because of linkedin so Fantastic. that's again a very good achievement i'll say mm. Mm. that's good very good good to good to know all these things so let's jump into now the uh, juicy part of it which audience might be uh, wanting to know so i would uh, categorize people who could use linkedin effectively in say three categories one uh, student or just starting out professionals second mid career professionals working in industry for 10 15 years feeling stuck Uh, where they are they want to advance from there and the third category are people who are already very accomplished but they have been quite used to the offline world and they probably have not really figured out how to use linkedin uh, nice. to grow their brand and hence um, better opportunities for the future alongside that we can also look at founders and startups like me can also benefit let's go each category a few minutes so if it is a startup is the fresher or just starting out i do get messages once in a while oh your career coach i'm you know just a pastor and i'm not really getting job what can i do and of course i guide them in my own ways now if you have to as a personal branding expert on linkedin 
if you have to guide a fresher, what's the bare minimum one, two or three things he or she must do? Give me your insights. So on LinkedIn, three parts go hand in hand for any growth strategy. First is your profile, second is your content and third is your outreach strategy. So regardless of what that person wants to achieve on LinkedIn, they have to make sure that they are working on all these three parts simultaneously. Now, pe- people do the mistake where they just ignore the outreach part. They are like, I'm putting the content every day. That should be enough. But it is not. You have to do outreach via commenting and uh, messaging. So first thing, when a fresher is starting out, you know, I, I always divide the co- uh, LinkedIn strategy in two ways. One is on-stage work and second is off-stage work. So whatever you are doing, you know, off LinkedIn, like where you are uh, working on your brand strategy, you are just sitting down with yourself and uh, Really asking yourself, what is your purpose of using LinkedIn? Not just following what other people are doing, what you really want to achieve. You just, you know, come up with that clarity. It doesn't matter if you are clear about your target audience yet or what kind of content you want to put yet. First thing which is very important uh, is that you understand what your individual purpose is. That's it. And that is something which I also highlight while I work with my clients, like put everything aside first, tell me what you really want to achieve. And, you know, interestingly, when you dig uh, deeper into this question, you find a lot of insights, which people are like, okay, I never thought about it, that I also want this, right? Mm. So once you get that understanding of your purpose, okay, this is what I want to achieve. Now, let's say a fresher is saying, I want to achieve, uh, uh, I want to get a marketing job from LinkedIn, okay? Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, that that's like a very broad idea okay yeah. then then uh, in the off stage work you prepare yourself okay what kind of marketing job i want how much pay i am expecting what am i willing to uh, contribute in turn of that job right once you get that understanding because the third question is very important if someone is saying no i am not willing to spend uh, an hour daily on linkedin so then that balance is not there you are expecting out of linkedin but you are not willing to invest, right? So either you have to go for some another medium or just, just you know, increase your investment, right? Mm. So once you get that understanding, the offstage work is done, right? Mm. Purpose mm. is done. You know what you, you have to invest here. You, that clarity is there. So the unrealistic expectations are not there. And thirdly, when we do all of this work, which I just summed up in a minute, but it takes like, uh, two weeks or so yeah. uh, once that's done you get the understanding of your target audience your commenting strategy and you you know you use it itself the content strategy starts uh, uh, coming out and you are like okay i didn't know i have a lot of topics to talk about and uh, it's on possible only because you're clear on what you are trying to get from here once that off-stage work is done, then come to the on-stage work, which is how your brand story is done here. You are sharing it on LinkedIn. So uh, you come to LinkedIn and then you revamp your profile according to that purpose in hand. Mm. That's it. Now, there is no scope of you getting a sideline from your purpose because you have worked on it very clearly. You, you fr- uh, frame your profile in that way. Every question of that, what should I put on my background image or about section, everything gets cleared. Then second, your content is strategy in place. You know in next one week what kind of content you have to put. And I don't suggest to having that content strategy of a month in hand. Max two weeks. Keep it agile. And Mm. once that's there, and then third, you know what kind of target audience you need. So if you want to get a job, e-commerce a startup as a marketing Mm. consultant and whatever. You know Mm. now you have to interact with the people who are in the e-commerce industry, especially Mm. the founders, right? And Mm. if you're like, no, I want a job in Canada. 
you know canada is the location so go to linkedin search bar you know every step is like unfolding on its own right. so that's that's like the biggest thing which i will suggest to every fresher or for that matter of fact any mid level or senior executive yeah. yeah yeah so do you get any situation where somebody says well i want to work in e-commerce but i may also want to work in financial services uh, i want to work in this one but maybe this one and this one also so how do i set up my profile without really confusing others do you get these kind of questions yeah yeah many times and uh, uh, in that fact the first thing which we do is we try to find the common part okay the intersection which mm. is the they want to be a marketing uh, consultant right that's mm. common the industry is different so mm. now we know that marketing is something which we have to talk on and mm. now if you are not sure what kind of domain you want use the split ratio like okay mm. Actually, I am more interested in e-commerce than mm. finance uh, finance sector. But yes, I would also consider health sector. So it's mm. it's more like a 50, 30, 20. Okay. Mm. You have that ratio in hand. Now, if you are putting 10 comments a day, you know, five of them have to be in the e-commerce, three of them in the, what I said, like uh, that, that thing and two is in the health. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And it's a genuine question that I ask, or it was a pseudo question. You do get people with this. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Situation. Many times. A many lot. times. I guess a yeah, lot. Yeah. A lot. Hmm. Okay, so building a profile and building a profile is about first doing enough introspection of uh, uh, what's the change you are looking for, what goal you have, and then uh, shape up your profile accordingly. We will not go into detail of everything on profile. I know for sure you have a podcast called Demystifying LinkedIn. Anybody is really interested if they, they go through one or two, and it's a small recall, 15, 20 minutes, 10 minutes kind of episodes. So easily consumable, people can learn there how to build profile and a lot of things that we are talking about, you have already done that and way back, I think you did that in 2018 or 19, 19, I guess, right? 19, yeah, 19. Okay. I mean, I could go about talking that area because that's an area of interest for me, but we'll leave it there. I really like what you have done. You have focused, I think about 20, 30, 30 episodes you have done. 34 episodes. I 34 guess. episodes. And that pretty much covers everything, right? What one should know on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. From that 2019 time, yes. Recently, someone asked me, like, okay, are you coming up with second season or something? And I'm like, I have to think about it because many things have changed on LinkedIn. Yes, yes new, different new, things are there. New features, new ways. Yeah. Okay. So profile is done. The second part is, of course, uh, deciding on uh, what content uh, to create. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. content creation is a overwhelming word for most uh, technical professionals, the community that I represent. How do you handle that? How do you uh, help those people who say, oh, I'm not sure if I can write. Uh, I don't even know what content. I feel not so competent about writing. Who am I to write? And I'm just, you know, all of those kind of startup, not a startup syndrome. What is that called? Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Imposter syndrome, it happens. You know, so when I am working with a client and they have that, like 90% of my clients have that doubt. Okay. Uh, I say, I don't want to appear as some influencer or someone who is boasting about himself or herself. I want to be someone who's just, you know, simply sharing what they have done in their life. And many times they are not even sure if they have done anything in their life which is worth sharing. Yes. So that's where this offstage work becomes very important. And, you know, this is why when someone asks me, what is the USP of your work? For me, I know it's all of that offstage work where I don't let my client feel that I am trying to find content topics while talking to them. I just simply talk to them. Okay, what is that one achievement which you still remember and you admire the most in last 10 years? 
Hmm. What is that funny mistake which you made? And you know, once the person is talking, talking, they become very comfortable. And then hmm. at the end of the our conversation, I just simply tell them that, hey, see, by just having a casual conversation, you have given me 10 topics. So when they see that process taking place in front of them, they feel like, okay, I may be overthinking about it. Mm. And then the rest of the work is all about uh, giving them that confidence that first, yes, you have done a lot of things in life, which are worth sharing. Only the folks feature or getting featured here and there are not the accomplishments. Even if you were able to spend two hours more with your kid, that particular Sunday, which you remember, that's an accomplishment as well. And then, you know, they take a, they, they are like, okay, wow, I never thought about it because mm. everyone is trying to gauge their own definition of achievements by whatever is out there. They're not mm. even thinking about what they want. So I just have to break that ice, that, that gap that, okay, this is not what you want for you. Accomplishment mean X, but you are comparing your life with Y. So once they get that clarity, they become very comfortable in their own skin. And then, uh, they start talking about, you know, putting out their content and everything. No, I'm happy you said that. It's very, very uh, similar to what I do in my career coaching as part of the clarity exercise. Most people, why they're stuck in uh, wherever they are, because they feel not competent enough to move forward. Uh, yeah. Whereas when the digging starts, they come to realize they're uh, much, much <laughs> more powerful than yeah. they were thinking. And, yeah. uh, you know, the way life is, it's all about people running on treadmill and uh, it's, a, it's a rat race, as we say, no time to really introspect and reflect and think. Even 10 minutes of reflection, uh, somewhere there was a, a, you posted or somebody posted on reflection and I, and I was thinking about it. So that's uh, 10 minutes of reflection every day, end of day itself can reveal a lot about uh, whom, which we fail to do and we are just running. And that's where clarity exercise to do anything, not just the personal branding that you talked about. Even my area of specialization where I hold, help people with career, clarity is extremely, extremely important. And uh, yeah. no, I'm very happy you said that and you talked about some good questions that you asked. So profile is done, content and content is created out of that. A little bit about outreach. Uh, how do you uh, say, let's, now that you talked about uh, fresher or uh, just coming out of college, let's take that example and say, you said, oh, if he, he or she wants to go in e-commerce as a marketing uh, manager or marketing executive, he or she needs to reach out to people in e-commerce. How do, how do they really identify? You said city, look at city, look at role, but what do they do next? You know, it's very scary to send a direct message to somebody very senior to themselves. How does that really work? Two, three steps of that. Okay, so the first step is, yes, that clarity. Now that you know, you want a marketing executive position in some e-commerce startup. And for that matter of fact, if finance or whatever domain you have, split the, your strategy in that ratio. Second step is find out those people via LinkedIn search bar. Okay, now another thing which people miss SR is this, that if your feed is not getting synced with what your purpose of using LinkedIn is, then you are wasting the time. Okay. Can you repeat Our, that? Very powerful statement. Yeah, if your feed is not getting synced with your objective of using LinkedIn, then you are wasting time because uh, it's very important to hang out amongst the people who are in the same uh, zone where your goal lies. So is okay? it the feed, direct feed from LinkedIn, you mean? Yeah, yeah. When you open a LinkedIn app or desktop, the number of posts, the kind of posts which you get, that's called the feed. Okay, as you uh, turn on your app or whatever, 
the uh, notifications you get on your notification not the notification that home part uh, where you get oh, okay okay so what do you see oh. what do you see is also an algorithm that depends on your profile and activities that you do on your linkedin yes yes exactly that feed so if i want a uh, job in e-commerce but all the posts i'm getting are some uh, random motivational content by leaders or some people who are definitely not relevant to me for this particular purpose then yes i have not synced it with my purpose so you do it by explicitly because when you are searching for a specific kind of e-commerce bangalore location all of those things which you put then you start a, 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 the algorithms to start picking up that behavior and so how do you do that tashi how do you make sure that yeah i only get e-commerce uh, marketing okay and i'll give you a very common example okay if you are in a restaurant right and you are in the mood of having italian that day you order italian right you mm. don't go for continental mm. that's similar to how you are using linkedin feed is more like that plate which you have in your hand your linkedin feed so if you want here italian food you have to order for the italian food and how you order it is basically go to linkedin search bar there use the filters use the boolean search boolean search is itself a very powerful strategy where we use certain keywords and or not you know to find the right kind of content and people on linkedin yeah. you do that you are doing it daily like that's where the third part comes in you have to find out let's say you are uh, uh, setting a target that i want to put 10 comments a day okay out of those 10 comments i want seven comments to be on the people people post who are in the e-commerce industry so you go to linkedin and then you uh, let's say put the position type it out founder in double inverted commas okay then filter it by it out by the location okay uh, that let's say canada bangalore whatever whatever it is and then thirdly you uh, filter it out by the companies also like you have okay i want uh, this kind of job in xyz company so linkedin gives you that filter feature also so that filter feature uh, th- there are a lot of filters and once you start using them mindfully they'll start giving you the relevant content only then you can sort it out by Uh, the relevance or uh, the time they have been posted right so if i create various filters and say save it and do i need to execute that filter every now and then to feed into the algorithm you can you can save it only if you have sales navigator which is a premium option. the the way i save it without any navigator is on the bookmark or the so yeah I yeah do- that's like the jugaad thing which we all do yeah. that that's fine <laughs> but if you are using sales navigator that gives you a proper segmentation of different kind of searches which you can store at the same time right okay. so okay. Uh, but again i don't uh, recommend people to buy that because it's like an investment of 6000 a month or something 6000 mm. rupees and all mm. so uh, you don't have to go for it just use your linkedin search bar wala thing but yes at the same time if you are using a lot of linkedin search bar by just having random linkedin searches you may exhaust the search limit then it will stop you from searching anymore right. and it will ask you to buy that uh, premium yes. version so yeah. to avoid that thing uh, yes you want to uh, do the experiments initially do that experiment where even if you exhaust the limit it's fine don't get but then then from the next week now that you have done all the experimentation you have certain filters in place which you know you have to go for then then find those people and since you are doing it explicitly right you are ordering that italian food by linkedin search right. bar and all right. your linkedin uh, algorithms will start serving you that italian food gradually that after two weeks very, or something very useful ashi uh, that's something i'm not using very effectively that was very useful so that's on the outreach and of course you make a decision on what kind of people you start to you know you do the search you do the outreach and because you have done it enough number of times linkedin is also feeding you the same kind of posts 
and then yes. it's all about proactively going and communicating or interacting with those professionals and so yes. it is it is now we can only interact with people who are active on that on on linkedin right and not every professional is active so do you see enough number of people active so a fresher who wants to get a marketing executive job he or she will find enough number of people active to interact with on you can use it in two ways the second part of your uh, earlier question was also this like how do you interact with them that cold message which you have to send them you don't ask for a job right away in the cold message definitely right definitely not yeah so what first thing if the person is active you can definitely build a rapport with them by having some casual conversation but casual conversation doesn't mean you are just asking them how are you doing and all of that thing you simply have to scan their profile scan their content and pick something which really relates with you okay and then build your conversation around that one hook and then you send it to them first thing now if you are using the free version you cannot always send a message to a person until yeah. unless they have that feature on on their profile yeah. so what you can do is send them a personalized connection invite where you are being very specific by you are reaching out to them mm-hmm. now Uh, let's see a general scenario if i'm an hr of a company and uh, some a fourth year undergrad is reaching out to me with a with a random connection request no personalized invite i will not accept it because i'm an hr i get uh, hundreds of requests daily by by such candidates why should i accept it now whereas there is a person same other student from the same year right they are sending it with a personalized note mm-hmm. where they are highlighting something about the post which i have put right let's say last week i put put a post around the, how i like my coffee to be right what kind of coffee i like and then they build something around it and they send me a connection invite i am more inclined towards that thing okay they at least put their attention in scanning my content right once that's done now the connection request is accepted so the student uh, can now that you know say something else about that thing that thank you for accepting my request and something it's again you know a lot of the things which linkedin gives is all about your soft skills it's yeah. not about some logic you yeah. have to start building that conversation thing and people who are not active there so you can't just to connect with them but you can still find something relevant on their on their profile maybe an email id which you couldn't find anywhere else right i i have a very like like two months back the same thing happened with me i connected with someone i was uh, trying to connect with someone but they were not active on linkedin i found their email id there which was not on their website right and then i just simply scanned through their profile and i found a similar pattern that okay what they may be looking for and then i send them a cold email hmm. so that thing built up from there right, right. so nothing right. is waste on linkedin if not that you can find out the exposition in some else company right mm-hmm. you just need something which can give you a hook to start the conversation True. and no. there are a lot of things that you can find very good pointers on networking 101 uh, you know the similar similar principles apply in offline as well but you explained that very well uh, on linkedin that itself topic and i think you have covered some of these on your podcast as well yes yes i have fantastic so we will not go further detail so we have covered really good ground on uh, how a fresher or a just starting out somebody can use linkedin effectively to start to reach out to right people but does that also build a brand for that individual or the the content piece builds the brand or what does really build brand for this person who's uh, uh, getting active on linkedin okay so now brand is a very overhyped term right mm-hmm. i like to believe that uh, just like everything else success happiness you define this brand thing how do you like to define it right mm-hmm. if you say that uh, a credible online presence on linkedin is uh, equals to your brand okay fine execute with it right a brand doesn't mean that uh, yes you know it it also has 
it's a spectrum right mm -hmm. someone who is starting out and even if they are being approached by let's say 5 to 10 hrs in mm -hmm. a month which is absolutely possible freshers listening to this thing <laughs> it happens right mm -hmm. so for them it's a brand right they are doing yes. something yes and then uh, whereas there is a founder who have been in the industry for 10 years they are disrupting the industry they are getting featured in forbes uh, getting lot of awards and all for them that's their brand so right. you define your brand now if you are a fresher and you are expecting that for me the brand will be getting approached by forbes and all then that's very again you know unrealistic thing it. so you define very, it for yourself very nice so for fresher you definitely uh, cleared it uh, if you are getting calls or messages from hr which means it's working you have that mid career professional who are wanting to grow but stuck at some stage they've got a lot of cap capability which they are not able to highlight properly so if they use this principles of building the profile creating some content and doing the outreach what kind of outcome they generally get based on your experience with mid career professionals so uh, i'll basically with mid level professionals i prefer to work with them on one on one coaching basis where i mm. work uh, with them for the branding thing so mm. talking uh, according to my experience first thing which the mid level professionals get is the uh, what i say is like you know when you are in the on that treadmill for 10 years or 15 years you just forget to take a pause So yes. when you do something like this assignment, no branding or career coaching by you or something like that, yeah. they get that uh, pause. Okay, now I have uh, done enough running. I have to take a pause and I have yes. to understand where yes. I am heading. Yes. So that clarity is uh, like the catalyst of every next growth opportunity for them. Once they get that clarity, if they are working like a branding coach like me. they now get to uh, execute that clarity via content and everything if they are working with a career coach like you they get a lot of other options how to use that clarity in multiple ways yeah. in their resumes and everything yeah. right Definitely. so that's for the mid level people i'll say all of this branding wala thing it's just superficial for them what matters is the clarity and once they yes. have that Yes. they can then create many opportunities as they want the content and outreach completely depending on their yes. clarity yes. fantastic and do you see what kind of results you have seen a mid career professional getting is it like they are able to build genuine connection with right leaders so that they can find their next adventure or any anything that you recall in terms of results people get you tell me if i am allowed to say this or not first thing which they get is existential crisis <laughs> i yes. don't know why yeah. uh, because it's like lot of bricks are being thrown at them that think about it you never have taken a pause and now they are thinking all of it yeah. so first thing is they feel like and and i'm talking it again with my experience that they feel like okay actually i'm totally lost i yeah. don't know what yes. to do i have That's never even paused yeah but yeah. then next and it's a very important phase like okay let them have it be there with them to understand why it's happening once it's but once it has happened then they get that clarity bright as a day where they know like uh, maybe they realize like last 10 years for them has been bullshit because they didn't actually do what they want to do now they feel like yes now i'll double down on what i want to do even if i'm i am able to take the risk or not mm. i will do it so mm. that happens and once the clarity is there no multiple results i have seen 
people start building their network like never before uh, like my ex clients message me and then they say you remember i told you i like to talk with people and i like to advise them with my uh, personality assessment thing like where they are just uh, helping people to assess their personality mm-hmm. i used to do it with my friends you know what now i have started doing it as my side hustle and i'm like mm-hmm. wow wonderful mm-hmm. how did you get that confidence because that time you were very under confident in you know getting a new opportunity as such well. then they were like once you know they get that clarity they their appetite to take risk also gets increased so they are like now i don't think much about should i do it or not i just give it a try so yes. that's like one of the many mindset shifts they get and then once that's there they can create whatever kind of opportunity they want and it's it's not just about as on getting a job it's more about they start to seeing their facts in their personal life as well because they have that clarity now they know how right. to bring that work life balance right. spend more time with their family so it's a holistic approach right and do you see these mid career professionals able to do all three stages or they leave it half way so profile and content and outreach all three a uh, good number of them do or very few people are able to do initially it's very difficult to make them to help them do it or to you know become that uh, uh, strictness in the discipline right that yeah. means you yeah. have to do it yes people feel a lot of turbulence in there but uh, then as their personal branding consultant or coach my work becomes to make them uh, make that process easier according to their mindset okay mm. so initially it's not about i never uh, say to anyone even if a random viewer also that if you are at level 0 where you are not putting any comment you are basically absent from social media i will not ever suggest you to go to level 5 where put, where you are putting 10 comments a day or putting two posts a week take it step by step so level 1 can be you just go to your uh, linkedin app observe what kind of uh, content people are putting in and send me your three top observations right so mm-hmm. it's it's like that it happens gradually it's not a one month thing or two month thing and uh, that's when the magic is like when they do it in a way where they are trying to understand it not for the sake of it it becomes a long term investment where if they have gotten that immediate opportunity which they want even after two uh, years later they come up with something else now they have become comfortable with the platform then they can leverage it in whichever they want Definitely. so it's a long term investment so finding a job at a different level how often you see people succeeding using personal branding Online. not like the way people assume it to be people think the linkedin apply feature on linkedin help them get the job but uh, it uh, happens i'll say only 10% times rest of the 90% is always about to connecting with the right people and i like mm-hmm. to uh, highlight it that uh, you don't uh, get great opportunities by just uh, doing xyz random thing yeah. you get connected with people and then they get you the opportunity so it's a all about you know networking is the essence so course, many hrs if personal branding is at the core of it networking helps right if you are kind of not clear what who you are your linkedin doesn't really give a clarity and you reach out to people they are probably not too interested but when you have absolutely clear profile there is some content generated and you have some activities on your profile likelihood of somebody wanting to connect with you is higher accepting your request is much higher and i'm trying to understand if we leave that personal branding part and just start to do networking will that be really useful or it is always good to do some level of personal branding on linkedin and then do the networking part that makes it easy. start with networking no problem because once you are doing the networking thing 
you'll understand you'll obviously start tweaking your profile and right, once so you tweak your profile so it's like you know a loop you yeah, are yeah. doing networking yeah. but it's leading you to personal branding yeah you can keep improvising yeah so don't wait yeah 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 exactly okay. all right that's fantastic so eventually job is not like because you did personal branding on linkedin uh, your job started to come in you definitely need to reach out so that's where outreach comes in to the right people exactly. reach out build relationship and, uh, and and for those people no uh, who feel very overwhelmed with the content creation part don't do the content creation part at all for a month or two don't do it because mm-hmm. anything which you will force on yourself it will not work out right. so initially uh, begin with putting three comments a day random comments on whichever post you want because the objective here is to break your hesitation yeah, right so take it step by step got it now coming on to the senior level positions uh, people who are in uh, vp level or cxo level a lot of them are active seriously active like i wonder how they are that active and uh, a lot of senior professionals are not not at all active yeah. uh, now if they are thinking about why so many of them are active and what do i why should i be active on linkedin as a senior professional does it really help um, again it's it's your uh, purpose like uh, if you have achieved that level where you are like no i'm totally fine with what i have today i don't want any further opportunity i'm totally satisfied okay don't do it but ask them this would you like to help other people with your experience it will not cost you anything you are just uh, talking to people about your experiences and some of them you know agree to this part yes i would love to you know teach younger generations with my experiences the mistakes i made and everything so they start doing it and ultimately what they are doing when you you know it's it's more about when you are putting yourself out there authentically that personality gets converted into the personal brand by itself yeah, so when people true. are doing that right they are talking about their experience they are building their personal brand now if someone is there yes i am uh, uh, at this level now i just want to uh, resign from the job or something like that but i want to have a side business going on where i can just uh, work with one to two clients a month and i'm fine with it for them it's again very important that uh, you have a solid purpose in there it's not just for helping out people but yes you want to establish uh, your own business right mm-hmm. so for them then the technique the techniques are more right work on the clarity then tweak your profile in that way where you are highlighting that you are bp of xyz company but at the same time you are free to mentor other people or to provide the consultancy services yeah. so Quite you know it's again yep. yeah yeah so yep. it's like that also you know even at senior level people want to make a change right? mm-hmm. and if they have a brand on linkedin it definitely helps in making that change for them a lot for senior level people especially a lot because again a uh, lot of senior level people are active on linkedin but not uh, many of them are leveraging it in a way where people know them right i can be using linkedin but if nobody knows me so when i am in the need of any opportunity i will not be able to create it right but if you are using linkedin in a way where you are letting other people know about you not in a boasting way but yes someone who is genuinely uh, showcasing what they have got that's where opportunities are start building up they similar thing and they can promote their business also there are many ways to do that yes uh, for startup it's again your personal brand as a founder and then your business brand but uh, every time i'll suggest focus on your personal brand first because you are the face of it and then lead generation team expansion there are a lot of other specific goals which a startup may want to achieve on linkedin so accordingly their strategy is built where if they just want lead generation they are not worried about the thought leadership they have in the industry 
then we go for a simple linkedin outreach campaign where we are uh, sending them you know highlighting the target audience or uh, sending them messages and not the cold pitches but trying to build network there but again mm. at the same time you know helping them get the leads so you do so, that part as well apart from building personal brand yes yes so that's a second uh, set of services that you provide yeah i i i don't consider it as a second set because it's again no uh, more about uh, what that objective of the personal brand is because if you're not mm. talking about yourself on linkedin generally but in the messages you are reaching out to people there also you have to have a good profile certain mm. kind of content in your feed because if you send me a cold pitch or something like that i will check your profile right and mm. if i don't find that syncing uh, with what Sinking you are offering me yeah. then i will you know Most not like to yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's fantastic. So you have pretty much covered uh, you know, professional at every level, including the startups, what uh, can be done. 780 million or maybe, I don't know how many people are on LinkedIn today? Yeah, I guess 800 has crossed. Uh, 800 crossed. Like, yeah. So it's not about online and offline. It's about if you're in business or if you're in profession, you got to be where everybody else is. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. Facebook and Instagram are used for different purpose. But for professional and business environment, this is the uh, network. So it makes sense to understand the fundamentals and use uh, wisely. And you have covered a lot of ground today in this conversation. Anything she, you, you think I should have asked, which I missed? I don't think like you have covered everything. I'll, I'll add one thing from my side. Yeah. Uh, if personal branding, uh, this term itself appears overwhelming to you, like to anyone who's listening or doing the podcast, please don't go for personal branding. Use it as your attempt of leveraging LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah, and even it. if you don't have any objective to leverage LinkedIn, just please go out there and start building your network because network building is not like you never know after two years where you are and what kind of need you have in terms of opportunities. So it's like a, a plant right? You have to sow a seed, you have to water it, and then it gets developed, then it starts giving you fruits and everything. So, you know, just like how we do financial planning, family planning, everything, hmm. have that network, networking practices in place, keeping your future in mind. Because more and more we are progressing towards this digital world, everything will boil down to just one thing, which is how strong your network is. Definitely. And you know, it's it's like the ultimate wealth, which anyone will ever have. So no matter if you're a high school student or whoever, because I am connected with certain high school students who have a brilliant network on LinkedIn. So Seriously? you must have, yes. Uh, and then the, in fact, I am connected with a 12 year old. Yes, she's 12. She's a baker and she has her own bakery in Chennai. And she is doing so well. Obviously, like uh, her parents are helping her in the online presence thing, but wonderful. Uh, her wow. name is Vidusha. Yes, mm, I think. Fantastic. Yes. Very nice. So everyone can use it, no? It's not just limited to that boring professional platform, which it once used to be like many people uh, who are using LinkedIn. They, they tell me like it used to be so boring. Now it's like more professional, but pers personalized. Personalized, yeah, time. definitely. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of video content people are adding and uh, you and I just yeah. got our live uh, LinkedIn live yesterday, right? Yesterday or day before? Day before yesterday. Day before yeah. yesterday. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we'll so, get yeah. started. And then that's the thing. If you don't want to put video content, don't put it. Come up with some text content. You don't have to do everything at yes, once. Definitely. Just begin with one thing. Definitely. It's all about the need and the good that you highlighted it. There, is a, there are a gamut of things uh, uh, we can do. So the happy part is there is so much you could do if you want. 
Now, uh, if you haven't uh, done anything, you start some, take help of uh, a consultant or coach, somebody like you, get that started fast rather than figuring out and trying to waste a lot of time. Again, it depends on the need you have. You are seriously about building your credibility and personal brand fast. I think uh, people should be reaching out to somebody like you. If you just want to, you know, touch upon it and have a feel like that, somebody can listen to your uh, uh, podcast and other resources and they can try figuring out themselves. So it all depends exactly. on what need an individual has. Exactly. Exactly. You don't even uh, like not necessary or not anyone can hire someone like who can offer them these services. But if you just put in, uh, you know, religiously put your one hour daily on yeah. understanding LinkedIn and you figure out the profile, you can go through my profile. There is a ton of content, there are articles, resources, there are certain YouTube webinars which I have done, which are there on YouTube. So a lot of the strategies out there, but you have to implement them. You have to stop thinking at some point that the things are not working and you have to start asking why they are not working. Am I catching up with the changes which are happening in the ecosystem? And if uh, even after your two to three month efforts, things are not working out in your favor, then yes, you can uh, reach out to people. And you know, people like us, like who are offering a very customized service for people, I feel that when someone reaches out to us who is in a dire need of some solution, but they may not be able to afford the whole package. Mm. And personally for me, I just listen to their problem. That's why I conduct a lot of clarity calls via my website. Mm. I just listen to their problem and I just tell them, okay, you don't even need this whole package. Maybe mm. this just one segment is what you need. Mm. And you know, when you uh, narrow it down to that one segment, the other person also feels comfortable in giving it a go because mm. Ultimately, yes, I will make money that secondary. If I am able to help you out with something, even if it's just one segment, it's easy for me to sell you everything, but I know you don't need it. Even mm. maybe you will not be able to afford it, but just for in some way to help you out, I will figure out that one segment. Okay, this is what you need. I'm very happy the way you are running the business. It's very purposeful, so it's very nice. Yeah, that's all, Ashi. And how can somebody reach out to you if somebody wants to connect with you, either to hire you for your services or to connect you and understand and follow you? It's LinkedIn. Just just type my name on LinkedIn. There you'll find my email ID. You can email it to uh, email your uh, requirements to me, even if uh, or you can book a clarity call via my website. Everything is there on my profile. So it's like the only business card I have. I don't carry business cards. I just <laughs> share my LinkedIn profile link to people. That's, That's it. good enough. Yes. I think you have close to 85,000 people following yeah. you on LinkedIn, yeah. which is uh, pretty uh, good for a 24-year-old, which you have built over a period of four or five years, starting in your uni. So it's incredible. You know? it's, uh, and you have built a very authentic community and you do business with heart, which is wonderful. And yeah, it was lovely talking to you, lovely knowing you, Ashi. And yeah, we'll continue this conversation. Thank you for having me, Asan. I really loved uh, talking about my story. Everyone loves to talk about themselves. So <laughs> thank you for giving me that chance. I really enjoyed it. And I hope uh, our conversation will help your viewers. And if uh, anywhere they feel stuck, you are there to help them out. I am there to help. So thank Definitely. you so much for having me. Thank you, Ashi. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Indian Expats podcast with your host, Esan Ali. Hope you got some inspiration and strategies on personal branding from Ashi. 
I admire Ashi for dreading to create her own path and not depend on a paycheck. I also like the way her business grew without any marketing and how she established a premium pricing so that she could work with a few selected clients and have a peaceful life as well. Let me know what you learn from Ashi's stories and uh, if you're someone going through a career challenge or wanting to advance your career, don't forget to attend one of my free workshops, uh, the link for which is in my LinkedIn profile.